Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is March 5th, and we will be reading paragraphs 495 through 502 today. And we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mary's Divine Motherhood. Called in the Gospels the Mother of Jesus, Mary is acclaimed by Elizabeth at the prompting of the Spirit and even before the birth of her son, as the mother of my Lord. In fact, the one whom she conceived as man by the Holy Spirit, who truly became her son according to the flesh, was none other than the Father's eternal Son, the second person of the Holy Trinity. Hence, the Church confesses that Mary is truly Mother of God, Theotokos. Mary's Virginity from the first formulations of her faith, the Church has confessed that Jesus was conceived solely by the power of the Holy Spirit and the womb of the Virgin Mary, affirming also the corporal aspect of this event. Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit without human seed. The Father's see and the virginal conception, the sign that it truly was the Son of God who came in a humanity like our own. Thus, St. Ignatius of Antioch, at the beginning of the second century, says, You are firmly convinced about our Lord, who is truly of the race of David, according to the flesh, Son of God, according to the will and power of God, truly born of a virgin. He was truly nailed to a tree for us in his flesh, under Pontius Pilate. He truly suffered, as he is also truly risen. The Gospel accounts understand the virginal conception of Jesus as a divine work that surpasses all human understanding and possibility. That which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, said the angel to Joseph about Mary his fiancée. The Church sees here the fulfillment of the divine promise given through the prophet Isaiah, Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. People are sometimes troubled by the silence of St. Mark's Gospel and the New Testament epistles about Jesus' virginal conception. Some might wonder if we were merely dealing with legends or theological constructs not claiming to be history. To this we must respond. Faith in the virginal conception of Jesus met with the lively opposition, mockery, or incomprehension of non-believers, Jews, and pagans alike. So it could hardly have been motivated by pagan mythology or by some adaptation to the ideas of the age. The meaning of this event is accessible only to faith, which understands in it the connection of these mysteries with one another. In the totality of Christ's mysteries, from his incarnation to his Passover, St. Ignatius of Antioch already bears witness to this connection. Mary's virginity and giving birth, and even the Lord's death, escaped the notice of the prince of this world. These three mysteries, worthy of proclamation, were accomplished in God's silence. Mary, ever virgin. The deepening of faith and the virginal motherhood led the church to confess Mary's real and perpetual virginity, even in the act of giving birth to the Son of God made man. In fact, Christ's birth did not diminish his mother's virginal integrity 
but sanctified it. And so the liturgy of the church celebrates Mary as a Parthenos, the ever-virgin. Against this doctrine, the objection is sometimes raised that the Bible mentions brothers and sisters of Jesus. The church has always understood these passages as not referring to other children of the Virgin Mary. In fact, James and Joseph, brothers of Jesus, are the sons of another Mary, a disciple of Christ, whom St. Matthew significantly calls the other Mary. They are close relations of Jesus, according to an Old Testament expression. Jesus is Mary's only son, but her spiritual motherhood extends to all men whom indeed he came to save. The son whom she brought forth is he whom God placed as the firstborn among many brethren, that is, the faithful in whose generation and formulation she cooperates with a mother's love. Mary's virginal motherhood in God's plan. The eyes of faith can discover in the context of the whole of Revelation the mysterious reasons why God in his saving plan wanted his son to be born of a virgin. These reasons touch both on the person of Christ and his redemptive mission and on the welcome Mary gave that mission on behalf of all men. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.